everybody and welcome to this episode of Cold Talk. I am your host Cole Martins and thank you guys for joining me today. For the latest information on the show you can follow me on Twitter and on Facebook at Cold Talk. That is at C-O-L-E-D-T-A-L-K. On there you can like, ask me questions or topics like you hear in the show. You can tweet me during the events. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Also, don't forget to hit the subscribe and don't follow button to get alerts when the newest episodes are released. You can find the podcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Deezer. Also, I want to thank Landon Martin for the amazing artwork on the page. And to see some more of his work, you can visit his Instagram at Mr. Fancy Land. That is at M R F A N C Y L A N. Pip, on today's episode, we're going to be talking what happened on Monday Night Raw on October 10th. 2022. Uh, this is the first episode after the Extreme Rules pay-per-view and also the season premiere for Monday Night Raw. So a lot of things happening. And uh, before we get into that, we'll do talk about a little bit of the changes on Monday Night Raw if you did not watch it. Uh, Corey Graves uh, announced that this was be the uh, introduction of Kevin Patrick, who is now the new play-by-play guy for the Monday Night Raw commentary team. So again, every broadcast team is down to two people each. Uh, so it's just great to see. I kind of think that makes good chemistry. Uh, and overall, in the night, I thought Kevin Patrick did pretty good. Again, I think it's going to take a little bit of time to get used to how to do everything on uh, the main roster. I think he's only done a couple shows on the main roster besides that. But uh, overall, he did a pretty good job, I'd say, on his first night on the job. But let's talk about the main thing that happened on the night on Monday Night Raw. And that was a battle for the U.S. Championship as Bobby Lashley took on Seth Rollins. Now, Bobby Lashley came out first and was talking to the crowd a little bit, doing a quick moto before. Out of nowhere, a surprising return happened as the beast Brock Lesnar came out to confront Bobby Lashley. Uh, he came into the ring and get, uh, welcomed the crowd and welcomed Bobby Lashley before out of nowhere, quickly picking up Lashley and giving him an F5. Uh, the almighty looked like he was not going to stay down, so he said... Lesnar decided to do a little bit more of damage as he had hit a German suplex and another F5 before applying the Kamara lock on him as he held him down and did a lot of damage to him. We'd go back to commercial break and come back. Rollins' music would hit as he was yelling at Bobby Lashley to tell him to get back into the ring. Uh, finally, he said that Lashley was not a good enough Marine. He was letting down his country by not fighting him as he was walking out with his arm, holding his arm. He would finally get Lashley angry enough to come back to the ring and start the match. We would then see Lashley try to go for a spear. But then he would get reversed into a pedigree from Seth Rollins, which would end up being a two count. We would see Rollins had a frog splash, but it's still kick out. Uh, then we would see the Visionary finally be able to hit a stop as Lashley was not able to put on the hurt lock because of his arm being hurt. And then we would see, I think he had a pair of stops on uh, Lashley. Before picking up the one, the true, and finally the three, and the wait is over. Seth Rollins is once again a champion in WWE for the first time in five years. He is now the United States champion. I believe this is his third reign as the U.S. champion. Let me try to double check on that one real quickly. But Seth Rollins once again the U.S. champion. Uh... Overall, a good decision by WWE. If you're going to have Rollins uh, Lashley lose the championship, it would be to, uh, in a way that he, Lashley lose. Oh, excuse me, I should face this. Bobby Lashley lose the championship in a way that he looks hurt and is vulnerable, which still makes him look like a fighter. Is now setting up a rivalry with Brock Lesnar, which will probably be at the Crown Jewel pay per view. But overall, a great way to give uh, Seth Rollins another championship. Uh, and now we'll see what he'll be able to do as the U.S. champion as we'll 
be interesting to see who we will be end up facing for this championship. But again, we'll have to wait and see. But once, once again, Seth Rollins is the United States champion here in WWE. As I try to see, double check real quick and see how many he's won. All right, he's a two-time U.S. United States champion. So for the second time in Rollins' career, he is now a United States champion. Now we had to what off what ended up with beginning the night as we had the Bloodline start off the season premiere episode of Raw as the Uso, Sola Sokoa, Sami Zayn, Paul Heyman, and Raymond Reigns all entered the ring. The Tribal Chief would talk about how he does not like to dwell on the past, but he is having a hard time uh, moving beyond what happened on Friday. He would get in Jay Uso's face, uh, who he was who he uh, talking pretty much ripping right into Jay Uso before the honorary Uso Sami Zayn would interrupt. And after how to handle the situation to Roman Reigns, so the champ stepped aside to let Us the Uso talk. The crowd went crazy because uh, everybody is just absolutely in love with Sami Zayn, how over he is. Uh, pretty much, he explained how Jay's behavior has been an Usi recently, which was a great way to put it. Uh, he said that Jimmy should be more like Jay and ask if he could be cool like the rest of them. Uh, Jay then would freak out, and then for Matt Riddle would come out. Riddle would talk a little bit of crap about the the. Uh, Bloodline, and it's even said even though the uh, Roman Reigns beat him and said he couldn't go for the championship ever again, he tried to beg Roman Reigns to give him another WWE Universal Championship shot. That is when Sami Zayn would interrupt and end, end the segment by having a match between these two. Uh, overall, it was a great segment by, between uh, the Bloodline. I think Sami Zayn, once again, uh, delivering perfectly in this his role of the uh, comedy slash hero of the group kind of thing. Uh, trying to keep the group together right now. Uh, but again, this would lead to a match between Matt Riddle and Sami Zayn, which was the final match of the night. Uh, the bro would take on the honorary Us. The Usos were on beside him as well. As Riddle would take control for the beginning of this match and put Sami Zayn on defense. As the Usos watched Zayn get in a comeback, uh, Jay would even help uh, kick Riddle when the ref's back was behind him, uh, was turned around. And then Zayn would actually tell him not to get involved in the match until he doesn't need his help. And we would say Jay tried to interfere once again, but Sami Zayn would stop him, which allowed Matt Riddle to once again take over. And we would see after a nice little back and forth between these guys and a little bit more with the Usos and Sami Zayn, Riddle would able to hit the RKO and pick up the victory in this one. So again, more tension building between Sami and maybe now a little bit with both of the Usos. So uh, again, maybe teasing a little bit more and more that Sami Zayn might be actually be the problem in the group instead of the Usos. Uh, so again, we might see that coming sooner rather than later, and possibly a team up between Zayn and Owens, Kevin Owens, taking on the Usos for those tag team championships, and hopefully at that point taking the titles away from them. And as we will might be beginning soon to see the end of the bloodline here, as we get probably more likely towards the WrestleMania season, Royal Rumble in between WrestleMania. We'll see when any all that stuff happens. Uh, next, we had Chad Gable taking on Rey Mysterio. Uh, there was a nice show-off between both these guys. They showed off quickness and their technique. Uh, Gable was a step ahead of Mysterio at first, but the master of the 619, of course, Rey Mysterio, was able to keep up with the pace sooner rather than later. Uh, then out of nowhere, we'd have Dominic and Real, uh, Ripley uh, come out to distract Rey Mysterio for a bit as they would stand outside with Otis. Uh, Rey Mysterio and Gabe, uh, Gabe, uh, Chad Gable were able to go back and forth and continue their match, which remained competitive. Uh, out of nowhere then, where Mysterio would end up picking up the win, uh, but then right after, his son would come into the ring and approach him and try to start a fight. Uh, Dominic would then end up slapping Ray in the face and kept yelling at him to take a shot at him. 
Ray would end up seeing Finn Balor and Damian Priest and start attacking them, uh, taking them out. Then out of nowhere, we'd see Dom end up hitting Rey Mysterio and laying him out. Uh, finally fishing him up with a 619 as Rhea Ripley held him down for him to hit it. Uh, again, great job building up this family relationship. I think they've been doing a good job, and I think they made Dominic a little more interesting uh, since he's joined Judgment Day. Uh, as now, it's only a matter of time before we say Rey Mysterio versus Dom, which I believe we'll probably end up seeing that at the Survivor Series pay-per-view. And then after this match, the... Judgment Day would cut a promo, pretty much talking about how he made Edge quit on uh, Saturday in the I Quit match and ended up taking out Beth Phoenix in that one as well, as well which again, probably saying a match in Survivor Series will have uh, Finn Ballard and Rhea Ripley versus uh, Edge and Beth Phoenix. Uh, pretty much they would all over talk about that, then they would try to get AJ Styles out to try to recruit him once again, then we would have AJ come out, pretty much saying that he... Uh, had his back against one that he needed some friends all along. Uh, we've seen AJ Styles and Ballard hug before we had a complete swerve. As Styles would say, he wasn't the friends he was talking about. Where out of nowhere, we have the return of Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows as they would make their way down the ramp to join the Phenomenal Ones for the return of the OC. Uh, Rio Lupi would exit the ring as all six men would brawl. Gallows and Priest paired up and Anderson uh, would go after Don and Styles and Ballard would fight. Uh, the Nightmare would grab Dom as they'd leave through the crowd, while Styles and his buddies uh, rest of the, uh, would kind of cover the ground and chase everyone away. Uh, huge pop for the OC in this one as well, as it's nice to see some uh, new energy in this feud as well, as we now have a three-on-three -three battle in this one. Uh, so a lot can happen here uh, between the Judgment Day and the OC now. So again, this will be interesting when this match happens, as again, this Guess you can have this one at Judgment Day and also have Dominic involved in that one as well. So we'll see what the match will be at Judgment Day. As maybe Rey Mysterio thing may happen sooner than later. Or this match happening at Crown Jewel as well. Uh, but a lot happening here. But good to see the OC back and see what them... Uh, excuse me. With uh, Anderson and Gallows and Styles able to do against the Judgment Day. Next we had Johnny Gargano taking on Austin Theory. This was the first match of the night as we had the father-son relationship turn feud in the ring. As if you didn't know, these two are very close on NXT. Uh, since Johnny Gargano has joined back with WWE on Raw, Austin Theory has been attacking him quite a bit. Uh, Theory in this match would try to show off his power through, uh, throughout it in the exchange. But Gargano showed his veteran experience and his speed uh, to get him the advantage in the fight. And also, we would see Theory try to use some of Gargano's moves throughout the match, but they weren't as effective because they weren't Gargano using it. Uh, but then we had Gargano finish off the match with the uh, pretty much clean win for him as he had a slingshot DDT to pick up the victory. Uh, very good match between these guys. Uh, very back and forth at times. Uh, but it lose, proves it's leaves some future encounters that you're expecting as well between these two. Bugano gets his uh, revenge against his student on the season premiere and picks a win over Theory. And speaking of the Gargano, the his wife Candice LeRae would take on Bailey uh, later on in the night. Arado was looking to get some uh, gain some momentum once again after a loss to Bianca Belair on Saturday in the Raw Women's Championship match. As LeRae looks to get some revenge after her loss last week as well. Uh, Bailey would take. Uh, advantage of this one using her power and height, uh, but the poison pixie would not let her take full control as she'd keep on fighting, even getting some pretty good damage on the role model. Uh, but as we would see at one point, we would see Bailey take control once again, attacking LaRay's knee. 
Uh, shortly after, we see that Ray was able to somehow steal a victory from Bailey with an inside cradle. Then we see Dakota Kai and EL Sky immediately come and attack her after the match. So she calls Bianca Belair to come to the ring and uh, try to uh, help out. But Damage Crow was too powerful as they would take her down. Bailey would end up holding up the belt once again, saying how she should be champion. Uh, now it's probably setting up a round two between Belair and Bailey, which I'm 100% okay with. Uh, and again, this makes it look kind of, I mean, overall, this segment looks good for everybody involved, I guess. Uh, we got LeRae pick up another big win against Bailey. Uh, Bailey, even though she lost, uh, she was able to beat up on Bianca Belair, which kind of, again, makes her look good, even though she got some help from Damage Crow. But again, building up that rivalry once again. But that can also pick up another big victory, so we'll see what that leads to here in the future for LeRae. Next, we had the Miz birthday party happening later on in the night. Uh, the Miz was, uh, you know, was had decorations all over the ring when we seen Miz coming out with the bat that Maurice gave her him later on, earlier on in the night uh, while unwrapping one of the gifts. Dexter Loomis was underneath, head was underneath. Miz would end up using the bat to hit, break up the present, which before Loomis would disappear. Uh, Loomis then would come up behind him, put him in the chokehold. Uh, Miz would get out and escape, leaving his wife in the ring. Menace, uh, Maurice would end up running away at one point. Loomis would then pop the giant yoga balls, which he was talking about his massive balls at that point, that Maurice gave to him, and also had a slice of cake before he ended up leaving the ring. Uh, the segment, again, nothing special in this one at all. It's just the same thing we've been seeing week after week. Uh, we did get, finally get, we might see an advancement on this rivalry next week, as Dexter Loomis will take on The Miz. If Dexter Loomis wins, he will get a WWE contract, so more than likely, we know who's gonna, exactly who's going to win that match. The last match we'll talk about on the night is Amos in a squash match. Uh, pretty much DX was there on the night. Uh, I'm sure I mentioned that before. DX uh, was celebrating the 25th anniversary on the night. Uh, they showed up talking to two jobbers, trying to build up some momentum for them, kind of get them, telling them that they would have the way to beat Amos. Uh, but again, Amos beat the living crap out of this one uh, easily. Uh, but nothing special this one again. Almost beating the crap out of people. Uh, did show off his strength a little bit in this match, but again, almost just looked like almost just destroying people. And the final thing we'll talk about and the, how the night ended was with the big 25th anniversary unit of DX, which had Triple H, HBK, Road Dog, and X Pac. Uh, each got a chance to speak during this segment. Each of them got their own little jokes in, got their uh, sayings in. Uh, even got to mention uh, Billy Gunn in this one as. When Road Dogg did his thing, he did have the crowd say the Billy, the badass Billy Gunn. And we even got a smart little uh, uh, saying by uh, Corey Graves saying, I heard he's doing office work nowadays, speaking of a scissoring going on in AEW that he is doing. I wish he could have been there, kind of complete the group. But again, this segment was pretty basic. Just went through all their catchphrases, did all their things. Uh, and then that was it, how they ended the night. So again, nothing too crazy in that one. Just kind of a cool flashback to the past of what happened. Uh, from DX and pretty much they mentioned at the end says if we're here in the 25 years just please take us out uh, but overall it was a great segment by them it was fun to watch uh, nothing again nothing too crazy just kind of brought you back in time a little bit to remember how great the days were of DX also they did mention China as well uh, which was very cool that they did that happy they did that uh, but again fun little segment to end the show on Monday Night Raw but overall a pretty good episode of Monday Night Raw I thought it all went pretty well uh, we have a new United States champion for the second time in his career. Seth Rollins holding that belt. Uh, some more issues with the bloodline. It looks like maybe things are leading towards Sami Zayn uh, being in trouble here in the future. Uh, Matt Riddle picking up a win against Sami Zayn in that one as well. Um, Rey Mysterio having another conflict with his son before we get taken out by Judgment Day. 
which would lead to AJ Styles confronting Judgment Day and the return of Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows and the return of the OC. And Johnny Gargano also picking up revenge against Austin Theory in a good match, as we'll see if that rivalry continues on as well. And last but not least, Bailey getting a little bit of revenge on Bianca Belair, beating her up after her loss to Kendall Saray. Another good win for her, as we will see what that leads to in the future as well. And again, like mentioned, The Miz will take on Dexter Loomis next week. If Loomis wins, he will get a WWE contract. And also announced tonight, Bray Wyatt is uh, being advertised for Friday Night SmackDown. So SmackDown pretty much is going to be a must-watch to see what Bray Wyatt has to say. But again, a great night of wrestling on Monday Night Raw. Great season premiere. Excited to see what's going to lead to next week. But that is all the wrestling I have to talk about here today. Thank you guys for tuning in with me. Don't forget, for the latest information on the show, you can follow me on Twitter and like me on Facebook at Cold Talk. That is at C-O-L-E-D-T-A-L-K. On there, you can message me questions or topics like to hear on the show. You can tweet with me during the events. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Also, don't forget to subscribe and or follow button and get alerts when the newest episodes are released. You can find the podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Deezer. Uh, later on, uh, coming up uh, earlier today, I uploaded my sports podcast, so make sure you keep an eye on that. I talk about all the major sports going on right now. So the NFL, college football, the MLB playoffs are going on right now as they get ready to go to the divisional round. Also, the NHL started their season this week. Uh, talk a little bit about the NBA before they begin their season next week. And also NASCAR, so you can listen to that. Also, coming up tomorrow, I'll be talking about WWE NXT and what happened on the show. Also, uh, on Wednesday, I'll be talking about the NFL in week six. Go over all the games from last week and go over what all the games are going to be happening this week and my prediction for those games. On Thursday, I'll be talking about what happened on AEW Dynamite. And on Saturday, we will have a review of what happened on SmackDown. Again, Bray Wyatt's going to be on that show, so there'll be a lot to talk about probably uh, after this Friday SmackDown. But again, if you keep an eye on all those shows and subscribe and follow on any of these uh, podcast platforms that I mentioned to get alerts when the new episodes come out. Uh, thank you guys for joining me once again. I am your host, Cole Martins, and you guys all have a great day.